<laughs> I was a little confused there for a second. Sorry. Um, I don't know what I'm doing. It's okay. Speaking of confused, Joaquin Phoenix in I'm Still Here. Yeah, so this is Sharks Across Hollywood, and today we're doing a little little different. Maybe maybe you want to know our names. I'm Andrew. This is the Reverend General Samuel Mance to my left here. But Pleased to meet matter. you. It doesn't matter what side he's on because you can't see us anyways. <laughs> so there you go. He's the one with the nice voice. I'm the one with the with the nasally Tom DeLonge thing. That, hey, baby, how yeah. you doing? There you go. Yeah, this week we did I'm Still Here, the 2010 documentary, quote unquote, uh, directed by Casey Affleck. And well, let's dive right in. Let's dive right into that aspect of it, the documentary. Oh, I thought you were gonna, I thought you were going to bring up the Casey Affleck stuff because I'm like, mm, let, let's just. Uh, Oh, no, I haven't paid attention to the news, so whatever he's being charged with, I don't know. He did some stuff. It sucks. Let's let's move on. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> but yeah, Joaquin Phoenix uh, so apparently lost his mind in 2008 and grew a beard and stopped taking showers and thought he could rap. So did you... Did you we, you're putting spoiler alerts on these episodes, right? No. Why would you not why would you not do that? Why are the people listening? First of all, why are they listening to two idiots in a room in fucking Spokane, Washington? <laughs> bull- bullshit about movies. Why are they listening in the What are you doing? What are, what the fuck are you doing with your life? But also, why are you listening to these ep- the episodes about movies that you've never seen before? I don't know. I've listened to episodes about movies I've never seen before, and sometimes it makes me want to go see them. And sometimes it's a it's a episode, it's a movie I haven't seen in a long time or something like that. And uh, you just forget everything that happened. Like you think ways. you remember, but then you realize midway through you're like, oh, I don't remember that at all. <laughs> that happens to me all the time with how did this get made? Okay, spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. So yeah. So you remember how? I mean, they address it in the movie how there was a lot of debate leading up to it about whether or not it was a hoax, uh, whether or not it was a any any of it was real. And then uh, I was kind of bummed. I, re- I remember at the time I felt like uh, uh, Casey Affleck really kind of shot the whole production in the foot because he went on what, what was it? Letterman or Leno? He, he went on some late night show and was like, "Oh no, it's just, it's all a joke." Okay, see, and I didn't know that. So, but I ruined it for myself because halfway through the movie, I'm like, "This, this can't. He can't be fucking serious. He can't. He can't be serious at all." So I, I looked it up, and they're like, "Yeah, he." They, they said it was all bullshit. I'm like, "Damn it! Why did I do that?" I no, he did that. it. But he did it the day before. <laughs> he went on the day before it came out, and said it was a joke. That sounds like a terrible idea. Yeah, the, people like, still believe the Blair Witch Project actually happened. <laughs> Well, some people some people aren't are beyond reality at this point. But I mean, no, you know, like, and then I remember when I watched it, I I had the thought, um, well, maybe he did that as like ass covering, you know, because Joaquin does not come off as a a stand up guy in this movie. He comes off as a huge douche, uh, and then. Uh, shortly there, shortly thereafter, my brothers, uh, two of my brothers, had watched it, and uh, and they had been living in an isolated cabin in Germany at the time, so they had no internet connection. He had downloaded it 
uh, before they had left. Um, or maybe he had, maybe I can't remember what the situation was. Somehow they got a hold of a copy. Um, but they had not heard any news leading up to it. They had not been aware of any of the stuff going on. And so they watched it and they thought, this is a great, this is a great movie, but is it real? You know? And they, and they went back and forth about it, back and forth and back and forth. Um, and their conclusion, and I think it's a compelling one. Their conclusion was that it had to be, it had to be fake because, um, and th- this w- this was this was the argument that won me over at the time, because after the Letterman thing, for a minute everybody was talking about Joaquin Phoenix, and they remember that everybody remembers that yeah. every everybody who was who was alive and in touch with any kind of media at the time remembers that. But uh, but Diddy never came out because because Diddy is is essentially a pimp. And he yeah. could have hoard that popularity out and produced a song with Joaquin and put, you know, Rihanna on the vocal track or something like that. You know, I don't know who his go-to girl is, but... Was in 2010. It yeah, probably, was. It probably wasn't Rihanna. Anyway, anyway, <laughs> whoever it was, you know, who, whoever would have been on a track like that, he could have gotten them on there. I mean, fucking, what was it? M.I.A., Mia, whatever the fuck her name oh, is. Oh, Maya? They 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 played her song in the movie, so she was obviously hot at the time. Paper planes. Oh, did they? I don't fucking know that song. I know Ghetto Superstar. That's it's that's... the one from Pineapple Express. People keep on bringing up that movie to me, like I've seen it more than once. But you've seen, you're aware of it. Oh yeah, I know it exists. But I yeah, don't, I don't I've only seen it. it one time. But everybody know everybody knows that song. Okay, never. I'm, I'm not gonna. I, I, I'm not gonna know. sing it. <laughs> I'm not gonna embarrass myself any more than I already oh. have simply by doing this podcast. But well. <laughs> And yeah, just think people are listening. Too. But the point is, the point is, <laughs> the point is, if if it had been real, Sean Combs would have made that album, made, made at least a track happen because oh, he would have jumped on it. Because the first yeah. two tracks he plays, they're not they're not great, but they're not bad. Like they're play it, they're workable. You you could work with them and have turned them into something, you know. And uh, and he didn't so. That was their that was their argument. They were like, "Nope, has to be fake." And then today, even I was even skeptical after the fact until I heard that argument. <laughs> and then today, I was watching it, and in the credits, and I didn't notice this the first time because I didn't really pay attention to the credits. In the credits, everybody is credited as themselves except a few people who are playing characters. Oh yeah, I didn't watch the like credits either. The so. uh, the gal who does the voice of uh, Diddy's. Uh, secretary or whoever it is who they keep trying to get in contact with that was a completely different person playing a character that's weird so i'm doing is... air quotes over here like a douchebag we keep on doing that because we keep on forgetting that nobody's actually watching <laughs> well it's like we're I, I i keep getting lost in the conversation with you you're such an engaging conversationalist I feel sarcasm, but that's okay. That's okay. <laughs> no, the, the first thing I wrote in my notes was, is it real? That was before the movie even started. It was on for like two seconds. The credits <laughs> happened, and I'm like, is it real? That's what I want to figure out while I'm watching this. And then, no, it's not real, and it upset me a little bit. But at the same time, I'm relieved because shit like that makes me uncomfortable. Well, was uh, that the conclusion you came to while watching the movie? That's my question. Well, I, I accidentally found that article. I think it was Wikipedia, and they talked about how uh, Casey Affleck said, "Yeah, it's not real. It, it wasn't real. It was a, it was a work." Wrestling terms. Sorry, people. 
Oh, was that while you were watching the movie? Yeah, you were I on did, your phone and, like and a fucking what, piece of shit. Yeah, and I'm, <laughs> that's why I, said I felt I felt stupid because I'm like, damn it, I kind of ruined it for myself. <laughs> but then, then I then it made it funny after that. Yeah. But then I heard that he also stayed in character, so I'm like, Jesus Christ, how how did anybody put up with him for two whole two whole years fucking <laughs> doing this? Dude, his method is shit, man. I think it was a commanding performance in that he was very believable. As mentally ill, the whole time when before I read the article about before I saw that it was that, that it wasn't entirely real, I'm like, "Where's the alcohol? There's no alcohol, so there must be something else." And then I'm like, "Cocaine," and then not ten minutes later, "Aha! There's the cocaine." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but but you know, like the mental illness probably is something that he deals with because you know, I mean, when you're raised a child actor, Oh yeah. Plus yeah. the whole shit with his brother and everything that went down for uh, spoiler alert, his brother river Phoenix died, but he was also, he, he, he was in a great movie before he, before he went, he, he was, he was, <laughs> and we'll, we'll get to that one. Explorers was the, my shit. Oh, and explorers. Like I forgot he was in that. Man. <laughs> Cause when I think explorers, I'm just like, Ethan Hawk, man. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> I fucking I love Ethan Hawke. No, he was the Egon in Explorers. Yeah, yeah, I remember now. Yeah, yeah. Who was the third guy in that movie? I that was not um, remember. I know him from exactly one other movie, which I don't know if you saw when. You, no, you were probably too young. If you, oh gosh, you might not have even been alive. Uh, he was in a movie called The Brat Patrol with Sean Astin. Wow, yeah, I've never it heard was of it. A, but... It was a wonderful World of Disney oh, movie shit. of the week. In the 1980s, and I had I, I recorded it because at the time I I my stepdad had a VCR, and so I recorded everything that I might want to watch. Uh, so the Wonderful World of Disney got recorded every fucking week, and that was one of the Wonderful World of Disney's that I watched a lot. I watched it over and over and over again. That's awesome. By the time I got to Wonderful World of Disney, they were just playing disney theatrical movies yeah no they in in i'm gonna say it was 85 85 86 um that was that that was like its heyday for me and that was probably when the brat patrol came out it was a it was great it was ridiculous yeah they didn't necessarily copy goonies but they're like that's a formula let's well goonies was yeah words um in in choreography the Corey, the Corey Feldman autobiography, which you should all read, by the way, and I will never stop promoting until the day I die. Uh, he talks about meeting Michael Jackson on the lot, or no, excuse me, not Michael Jackson, Pee Wee Herman. Oh, on the okay. lot at uh, I can't remember if it was Universal who produced those movies. Um, anyway, it was when Pee Wee Herman's Pee Wee's Big Adventure was being cast, and. Uh, and he has this kind of creepy moment with Paul Rubens. Um, and and Paul is like, hey, you know, um, I'm doing this movie, blah, blah, blah. And and then he and then Feldman tells him that he he knows Pee Wee, he's aware of Pee Wee Herman, he loves Pee Wee Herman, but he's doing Goonies at the time, and, and then Rubens is like, Oh shit, I'm sorry. Uh I didn't realize you were in that. I, I didn't mean to insult you. Oh, <laughs> Like, do you want do you want to do my shitty movie when you're going to make a good movie with a with a good director that people actually know? <laughs> and then which that that director then went on to be one of the most is he respected? I don't know. He used to be Richard Donner? No, uh uh Oh, Burton. Yeah. Yeah. That guy. 
Fucking Batman. There we yeah, go. man, Burton. Well, Burton. What Burton was respected, and then he started, and then and then he. Made, I, I think it all kind of took a nosedive with the Planet of the Apes remake. Okay, I was just gonna say that. See, I'm always like Tim Burton's pretty good when he does his own thing, but when he tries to remake shit, it's not 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 as good. Yeah, I know. I mean, I I thought the Charlie and the Chocolate Factory was okay. I I, I really liked it at the time, but it didn't hold up well. Right, yeah, Johnny Depp is a kind of a kind of a one note actor. I know that that's gonna get me a little hate. Mm. Well, he <laughs> he isn't, but he was very typecast for a long while after two thousand one, two thousand three, when the Pirates movies came out. He was as as much as I I do love Johnny Depp. I I think I think it's I think he needs to stop working with Tim Burton just because both of them get a little self indulgent when they work together. Um, not that they're. I mean, I love I love some of the work they've done together. But I think they're both a little too big for their britches these days. Yeah, I'm like, go back and do a fucking... We know you can act without a weird accent. Just do it. I think Johnny Depp needs to do like some small personal shit for a while. And Burton Burton needs to do the same. Burton needs to get back to his, back to his roots in, before he could get a giant CGI budget for shit and start doing some practical work. You know? I agree, because that's when I like him best. I'm like, I'm, I like Ed Wood and Edward Scissorhands. Ed Wood is... There you go. Oh God, that's gotta be <laughs> it's gotta be in my top ten. Yeah, Ed Wood is magical. It's one of the best movies about making movies that you could possibly watch. Even though it's about the worst filmmaker in history, it's inspirational as fuck because he well, is it's like, he it's, just, he it's like the disaster artist in that yeah. respect. You know, it's like it some for some reason making movies about terrible movies has turned out a couple of the greatest movies that I've seen. I do like Ed Wood a little better than the Disaster Artist, but well, I think both, Bert, both good. I, as much as I like Franco's work, I, I got to say Burton is more of an artist in, in terms in terms of the art of filmmaking. He's more of a filmmaker. Um, Franco is Franco's a little too all over the place. <laughs> yeah, um, he's I, I like a lot of his work, but yeah, he's he's not Tim Burton. I also put in my notes because the, there was that part where he's walking into wherever he was and he's like oh there's john travolta and then john travolta like kisses him on the cheek and my first thought was what does it feel like to be kissed by a scientologist <laughs> oh that was when he when he fucking uh, uh, he presented him with the award for walking uh, walking tall i was gonna say walking tall walk <laughs> walk walk the line okay walk the line's oh, a good movie three years old <laughs> walking tall was me. Walking tells a sh- uh, well. The the rock one is a not good oh, remake yeah. of a maybe better. You know movie. that movie's bad. You know that movie's bad because the rock was the hottest thing in the world when it came out, and it still sucked. He had just come off the rundown, and I loved the rundown. The rundown was good. The rundown also, was a lot yeah. of fun. But Walk the Line was pretty good, and that was John Travolta presenting him for the best actor award. Golden Globe, I think it was. Yeah, yeah. that scene was kind of weird. Um, Oh, where, they're, also, where they're also, doing that, where they're doing that benefit for, uh, like in honor of Paul Newman. Oh yeah, for like some kids' charity. And he's walking into there, and he's he's hugging. And he's like everybody. hugging everybody, and it's Jack Nicholson and Bruce Willis and um, fuck, who else was it? There, uh, there was a lot of people there. And you know, you know that woman that walked away from Bruce Willis unimpressed. She just got chewed out by him for no fucking reason. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't notice that. She's just like, okay, I'm I'm leaving. These two fucking bros can 
do their thing. But you, I, you know he was a dick to her just seconds before that camera started rolling. I was I was paying more attention to Joaquin, and I felt like he he had this kind of, and I don't know if this is down to his performance or whether it was a sincere moment, but where he was almost like a kid meeting with these you know, these, like these people who are obviously his heroes, Mm -hmm. you know? And yeah, he just, he just kind of exuded this air of like a kid getting to meet his, you know, like, like the, uh, you know, that old, that old commercial where the kid meets the football player and hands him a Coke or whatever, you know, like, like he just has this awe in his eyes, you know? And I, I don't know if that was a performance or if that was a sincere moment, but it was, uh, it was remarkable it, to me, anyway. I, I, I had a, I had a very clear moment there where I was like, "Oh man!" Yeah, we had to, we had to both laugh at that scene because the one of the one of the dudes giving a giving a little interview, it's like, "Oh, it's Danny DeVito's stand-in," and we didn't know what that meant right right at that moment. And I had to rewind it. I'm like, "He was sure? one of the ones who was yeah. an actor." Oh, okay. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm like, did it really say that? So I'm like, well, okay. And we're both like, what the fuck? He's not, he's not short and fat. Like, but I'm like, oh, he's short. Maybe it's movie thing. And he stands. And then I see Danny DeVito like in the play. I'm like, oh, he was there because Danny DeVito didn't feel like coming. <laughs> <laughs> That's what his job was. No, I think he was, was there because was, they were doing a scripted scene. Yeah. yeah. Is what it was. <laughs> that was before I found out it wasn't yeah. real. No, I, but <laughs> his was one of the names I noticed in the credits where he's credit, he's credit, his character is one thing and he's actually some, someone else. So what about what about the the alcoholic friend who's constantly showing his dick? Oh him. Um did you know No, I think I think he was he was really who he claimed to be. All my notes have exclamation marks. <laughs> <laughs> so every that, that's a byproduct of writing them while watching the movie. Full frontal exclamation mark. <laughs> oh, there's two exclamation marks on that one. I love when the <laughs> prostitute is like, Did you have do you have kids? You should. <laughs> Yeah, right. yeah, that was right after he said he wanted to sniff the hooker's butthole. Well, well, I mean, it was it was it was a few minutes later. Obviously, in their world, it was probably like forty five minutes later. You know, so he, he wasn't like walking up to her like, "I want to sniff your butthole." Oh, and check out my friend's dick. Oh, look, I'm going to do cocaine in front of my friend in recovery. <laughs> yeah, kind of a dick move there. That was not nice. And that that that's when I. I still thought it was. I still thought it was a was a real thing. So I'm like, oh fuck, this guy's losing his goddamn mind. Like, how <laughs> fucking horrible of a person do you have to be to do that? <laughs> Holy shit! And I've and I've seen pe- like people really do that. So he's really he's maybe he's been there at some point. Well, and like, that's like that's I I, and I can't remember if I got it, if I actually. So you can go back and check if I finished this thought or not. If I did, <laughs> choose whichever one's better and leave it in. Um, but I think, I think the, the mental illness he was portraying is very true to his character, all things considered. I mean, the child actor thing and the immense fame and the pressure he's undoubtedly under. And, um, you know, like at the point he was at in his life, you know, he's in his, he's in his mid to late thirties. He's probably having a midlife crisis and, (laughs) and it was, I, I, I think it was something that, it pro- the way it probably went down is he was actually having these thoughts, feeling like he needed to do something that was expressive of himself mm-hmm. rather than someone else's vision. And 
and was just like, you know, what if I just quit it all and, and just became a rapper, you know, because maybe he felt like rap was, you know, something that could really express where he was at or whatever, you know, but even if it was just for a moment. Mm-hmm. And I, and then halfway through the movie, I did realize I'm like, holy shit, he's Andy Kaufman right now. Like he's, <laughs> he's doing that thing. Yeah. Because yeah. you, you can kind of get like, like you said with, he's probably feeling all this shit and then he's. He's probably not really that, but he's going like, I need to do something and then just just, just try something different. And, and he's he stayed in character, apparently, during all public public appearances during the filming. So that would that would mean he probably got to blow off some steam by being such a dick to everybody. Yeah. So that and that's what and that's what Andy Kaufman used like Tony Clifton for. Yeah. To kind of get out his aggression, I guess. Did you, were you the one who I had spoken to who hadn't watched Man on the Moon? No, I was the one who watched it early in the morning one day when we when we did I think the Paperboy episode. Oh, <laughs> okay, yeah, I was talking to someone and they hadn't watched Man on the Moon. I was like, "Are you shitting me?" It's like, in my opinion, that's Carrie's best work. That's good. I did. I finally watched the documentary though. It's like, damn, this guy fucking. Which do- which uh, uh, I'm from Hollywood or no the. Uh, the Jim Carrey one. Oh, the oh yeah. He is another methody methody guy that I wouldn't want to hang out around when he's making a movie. Yeah, that's what I've heard. Uh, I, I, I I've heard he can be mildly psychotic when he's in character. And now he's in this new movie where he has this weird like Russian accent and shit, and I can't remember the name of it, and I haven't watched the trailer yet. Huh? But I'm very curious. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not aware of it. I'll have, to, I'll have to look it up when we're done. He's kind of been out of the limelight for a while. Yeah, and, that, and this is a smaller movie. It's not like blockbuster type like yeah. his normal stuff. And it's not a comedy from what I'm you know, getting. What, what's funny is the last thing I remember him doing that was new was the creepy Emma Stone video. Do you remember that one? <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember that? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm trying to figure out, like, was he... Was that was that serious or was he just no. being weird? I I don't think that was serious at all. I I, I think it was. I I think that what I've 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 again this is you know I have these conversations with my brothers about this stuff and we were like a lot of people a lot of people seem to take it very seriously and I had a really hard time wrapping my head around that. <laughs> I mean, it's so obviously to me anyway. Um, just supposed to be, you know, ridiculous and and just him playing a creeper, you know. It worked. Oh no, it, <laughs> it definitely worked. It was creepy as shit, but you know, it 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 seemed very intentional. I don't know. Maybe that's maybe that's my desire, and I know I have that where where I have a desire to always believe the best about people. I try really hard, but then I'm like, oh, he did. Awful things to people, Morgan <laughs> Morgan Freeman. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I've I've had kind of a weird emotional roller coaster of a week with all with all that business. Wait, what? More Morgan Freeman. What got accused by eight different women and they caught him on video doing really naughty things to these chicks. I'm like, God damn it, God damn it. Nobody's safe at this point. Oh no, that doesn't surprise me at all. It, it, it it's it's awful. And it's sad, but I, I, I was, I've had this conversation with my friend, um, not you, obviously I said friend, but, uh, no, <laughs> I'm kidding. 
No, but uh, th- this this friend of mine, we, we right after Weinstein, I said to her, I was like, I guarantee you, it's going to come out that it's like 100%. It's oh, gonna, for it's, Weinstein? It's, it's gonna, no, no, not for Weinstein. Hollywood in general. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. 100% of the men in Hollywood. Anybody who, anybody who claims it's not them is full of shit because mm-hmm. they're all in those powerful manipulative situations. And, and, um, yeah, I like give, give, given the nature of the beast out there, it's gotta, I mean, best case scenario, 99%. That's best case scenario. Uh, I'm in for some more sad news at some point here. I'm hoping that <laughs> I, I was te- I was telling I was telling this friend of mine um, I was telling her what I'm hoping is is that uh, at some point someone will come out and preemptively just be like look I did this it was really wrong I'm sorry I should, I should. and we need you know all this that's going on makes me realize I have to I I have to come out and and, and admit to it and uh, and that it will lead to a sort of ownership and taking and taking responsibility for your actions that will help change the system. That's my hope. Yeah, you know? that, that that's a good point. And they never fucking like actually apologize. They're always just like, Oh, I'm sorry you felt that way. Um, but did, <laughs> God damn it. did you see Dan Harmon when Dan Harmon d- did his thing? Oh, no. where he actually, did he actually, he actually apologize? He actually, yeah, no, he actually came out and apologized and admit, you know, like took full responsibility and stuff for it. It, it, it was, Someone called it a master class on, you know, taking uh, taking responsibility for. So it wasn't. It was. It was sexual misconduct. It was less. I'm sorry you feel that way, and more like I'm sorry I did the things to make you feel that way. Yeah, basically. <laughs> but my hope, my hope was, then um, I guess Harmon. I I don't know if Harmon preempted it or if he actually did it as a response to, uh, word getting out about him i don't know but my hope is that that preemptive person is christopher walken because that speech would just be fucking amazing god damn it yes (laughs) nobody we're not that lucky (laughs) no we're not we're not the world is a mean and sad place and that ray of fucking sunshine would never shine down on us (laughs) i'll tell you what it (sighs) would it it would it would make things it would make the world a little bit brighter if it did god damn it that just made me sad <laughs> that we can never, never have that. No, no, it's not going to happen. I'm a dick. I wrote down that you could see his like scar hair lip thing through his mustache. Well, yeah, because it <laughs> won't grow hair. <laughs> <laughs> Scars are kind of like that. <laughs> I don't know. I only have a scar on my hand where no hair would grow anyways. I did think it was a little, <laughs> were, were you as as confused as I was by the scene uh, with the the guy who who also had a, a cleft palate scar um, who who did a little narration off of a, a web article or something and never appeared again in the entire rest of the movie I th- yeah that was weird I think he is an actor though like an actual actor he was in if it's the same guy he was in Jersey Girl kevin smith movie he's oh, i never i never did see jersey girl he plays the bike messenger that says that ben affleck's gonna give his daughter the crotch rock because he's wiping back to front not front to back <laughs> and yeah he, you got to watch out for that yeah, yeah. i i had i i i've had i i've had to deal with female babies it's it's a 
you got you got you got to stay on top of that shit. I missed I missed the baby part, so yes. Lucky. Yeah, and then he was also in a movie called Vulgar. Oh, I've I've heard of that movie. That's with um that's with Dante from Clerks. Yeah, yeah, Brian O'Halloran, and it was directed by. You ever see Comic Book Men? The... I, I I've seen part of it. I I I couldn't stick. I I don't know. It lost me. Like five Brian Johnson. Ahead. There we go. The he he's cameos in all Kevin Smith's movies. He's he's the guy from Dogma who says "Burn in hell, you fucking baby killer," and then he's the the security guard at the comic book store in Mallrats. You're not painting a picture in my mind. No. Well, no. shit. Because now he looks entirely different. So it's. He gained a lot of weight. And the funny thing is, those are like my two favorite Kevin Smith movies that I've watched a hundred times each, and I still can't remember who you're talking about. I keep on trying to like have Mallrats not be my favorite one. <laughs> but it's hard. I mean like I can't help it. It's no one's trying to argue that it's his, that it's the better movie, but it's just so watchable. It's it's probably yeah. it's probably like technically speaking his worst movie, but it's just so goddamn fun to watch. I like his newer stuff. Some of it, like, <laughs> like I like his take on horror. Tusk oh, Red is... State was awesome. I haven't seen Tusk yet, but Red State was amazing. And I loved fucking Yoga Hosers. Nobody liked it, but I thought it was hilarious. I, I'm not even aware of it. It was so fucking stupid. There were Nazi sausages crawling up people's butts. All played by Kevin Smith, by the way. <laughs> and it was... <laughs> Wait, wait, what? It was his daughter and Johnny Depp's daughter, and they play... You've never seen Tusk, so Justin Long in Tusk goes to... Oh, so he's, a, he, it's, it, it's, it's a crossover. It's like a yeah semi-sequel. He's calling it his True North trilogy, so he's going to have... He had Tusk, <laughs> he had Yoga Hosers, and then he's doing Moose Jaws, which is a killer moose. Because <laughs> why not? Why not, uh, right? It's and, a killer moose. We'll call it Moose Jaws. That's why I like Kevin Smith. He, he's just he, at this point. He's just like fuck it, man. I can do whatever I want. I'm just, I'm just doing this for fun. I don't care if people come and see it. It's fine. But then uh, Justin Long goes to this convenience store, and Johnny Depp's daughter and Kevin Smith's daughter are the workers. It's called A to Z, like E H two. Oh yeah. Okay. All right. That yeah. That's very Canadian. And then they have really exaggerated Canadian pronunciation. <laughs> so everything is what are you do. talking about nobody no nobody can do canadian <laughs> subtle subtly no. even canadians can't do canadian subtly it's like fucking strange brew man <laughs> have you seen super troopers 2 yet what's a super trooper okay don't make me come over there and hate you <laughs> no i haven't i saw the first one once years ago and one day i'll get there i'll get there <laughs> My 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 twelve year old son has been going crazy. He's like, because I let my kids watch with very few restrictions, whatever they want on their birthday. They get to pick one movie that I wouldn't ordinarily let them watch. And he's like, I want to watch Super Troopers two for my birthday because I let him watch Super Troopers one a couple of months ago, and <laughs> I just fast forwarded through the the German stuff, you know, with you know the German tourists who are like one of the guys on the car and stuff like that. I just skipped all that stuff basically. Cause they were, they were a little, t- those Germans were a little too kinky, <laughs> but aside from that, wanna, he really loved the movie. Don't want to ruin him this early. No, not, wait, no, wait not yet. While. I'm, I, I'll let him do that on his own, you know, via, oh, the, he will. via the internet. His friends will fucking point him in whatever direction to 
Show them the worst stuff. It'll never be you. It'll always be like, oh, this kid, this kid's dad said said this thing, and he looked it up. I'm like, God damn it. Mm, yeah, it'll it might be me. It might be me. I accidentally, I accidentally um, introduced my kids to the concept of the snuff film. Oh shit. Yep. Accidentally, like I didn't, I didn't do it intentionally. But I was, I was like, we were watching this video. Have you seen the video hand thing? No. no. <laughs> it's a, it's a YouTube video. It's by this dude who like ended up killing himself or some shit like that. It's one of the most fucked up things I've ever seen. Just, just the vibe of it is really fucked up. There's nothing. I mean, not nothing actually ever gets done during it that's wrong or or even all that creepy, but there's just a vibe to it. The whole thing, it feels like at any moment we're about to see someone murdered. Like it's, and that's what I, that's what I said. I was like, I feel like I'm watching a snuff film. And then my daughter's like, what's a snuff film? (laughs) (laughs) Then I'm like, okay, well, if I don't explain it to her, she's going to go home and Google it. And that's not what I need. You know, My ex-wife calling me up. What the fuck have you told our daughter to look up on the internet? Oh, it'll it'll definitely come from me. All all the awful things. And I always say better me than some guy in the back of a windowless van. <laughs> so that's okay. Cuz I brought I brought an Alestorm song into the house called Fucked with an Anchor. And the girls it's it's just this bouncy beat with, you know, with their their pirate metal, so so it's just this happy song about not being able to stop swearing. <laughs> That's what the whole song is about. About how he got cursed when he was young and he can't stop saying fuck. <laughs> but of course, two five-year-old girls, they're singing it. Oh, yeah. And we're just like, don't bring that to school, okay? <laughs> I don't care. I don't care what you do. And if the worst thing they do is swear, who cares? <laughs> as long as I keep them off drugs, that that's all I need. Just just keep, just keep them off the, off the meth. Yeah. They can be strippers if they want to give shit. <laughs> just, just no. As long drinks. as they wait till they're at least thirteen, because otherwise it's creepy. I say twelve and a half, but you know it's, it's all right. <laughs> it's all right. You never, you never know when you when that extra income is going to come in handy. You know? <laughs> Times are hard. Child stars bringing it right back around to Joaquin Phoenix. Joaquin Phoenix <laughs> hitting the stripper pole at twelve and a half. <laughs> He was a child star. I don't know anything about his sisters, so uh Yeah, that's true. Like that that is I mean it's it's odd that him and him and River Phoenix both you know, like because they're both extremely talented actors and and they both come from the same family and then none of the rest of the siblings really ever did anything that I know of. One of them married Casey Affleck. Oh yeah, I guess that's uh, I got that from He's my brother in law. He's my brother in law. Yeah. Yeah, that that's that makes sense. And then Casey Affleck is just like yelling at him the whole time. Well, Casey, he only speaks in two scenes, <laughs> yeah. so you know it's bad when when the when the subject of the documentary has pushed things far enough that the director has to tell him to chill the fuck out. <laughs> and they kind of even if you didn't know it wasn't a real thing, like they. They gave it away, like, right? There's a part in the hotel room 
where he's Joaquin's walking away from somebody, walking away from everybody that he just got done yelling at, and then he keeps yelling, but you can tell it's an ADR line. It's not he was not actually saying it in the room. Oh no! You know what? That wasn't Joaquin. That was the other guy. I think. I swear! I swear it was Joaquin. The, but okay. Maybe. Well, maybe you're thinking of a different scene maybe, then, because there was a scene where, um, him and the other fuck. I can't remember the guy's name either. The guy with the dick. Yeah, the dick guy. <laughs> so dick guy is is yelling. It, it's when they're having like their big blow up, the first big blow up, and. He's kind of chasing Joaquin, and Joaquin goes into like the bathroom or something like that. And for a moment, the the natural reverb of the room disappears from his voice, and you can tell that it's that that it was ADR. And um, yeah, and then it and then it cuts back in, and you and 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 it's it's subtle. It's just it it's it's like two seconds long, but yeah, I it, maybe maybe there were more than one moment. Maybe maybe. Because the one that I'm thinking of, it was right before, not an award show. They were all getting ready for something. They were in a hotel for some fucking reason. But Mm. I don't remember what it was. So can we also bring up how fucking unimpressed most deaf looked the whole time he was talking? Oh, most deaf was like very (laughs) uncomfortable. I'm like, this is a guy who can rap and act. Yeah. And And he was was just like, oh, you're going to, oh, okay. Um yeah, and he seems like the nicest fucking guy. Oh too. yeah, he, he does. Like he just he, no, him. he really does. <laughs> he's he seems like he's trying he's trying his ab- his level best not to be a dick in that moment, and he just like wants to be like, "What the fuck are you talking about, you idiot?" Like, go <laughs> go make go make a Johnny Cash sequel. It's fine. Go fucking go do something else. Go go be in that weird fucking gladiator sequel where uh, Russell Crowe was gonna travel through time or some shit. Wait, what? Is this something that was actually on the table <laughs> yeah, at some point? I, I, I guess. I guess. Uh, so they were talking about, I don't know if it was Ridley Scott or not actually talking about it or just the studio, but apparently they were going to have him do like a Highlander thing. He wasn't an alien or anything, but he would come back to life and he'd be, I don't know I don't know about a mortal, but he would. it would be in modern day and he'd have to do stuff. I don't, maybe it was like a reincarnation thing. Maybe I'm like, why? I mean, because he, he dies at the end of the spoiler alert. Spoiler alert! He dies at the, the end of Gladiator. <laughs> Which that was a movie. I think Ridley Scott might be losing it a little bit. Well, I came out in like 2001, so he was losing it back then too. <laughs> no, I, I think Gladiator was pretty good, I, and I think he's done some other really good movies. But uh, yeah, I think. St- Prometheus was Prometheus was kind of like, oh, well, that was an artistic choice. Um, Cash and paychecks. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. But then again, I was one that didn't really follow the Alien series, so I'm just like, yeah, it's fine. I mean, it's I, a movie. I, I, liked, I I liked it, but it's, it, it's a movie that gets worse every time I watch it. Oh. And I only saw it once. Like so the first time I watched it, I, I I enjoyed it quite a bit. I I would say my enjoyment level was like eight and a half out of ten. Mm-hmm. First time I watched it. Subsequent watchings have not been kind though. No, no. <laughs> yeah, so I I I, ha- I have to wonder about old. Uh, and then didn't Ridley Scott do Alien Covenant? Yeah, yeah, he. Yeah, he that went was back. That was uh, <laughs> unwatchable. I tried to watch. I, I tried to watch it. I got through about thirty minutes. I was like, "Fuck this! I'm so bored right now." Good thing I skipped it. Click. Then. But I skipped a lot of movies. I did. I, I didn't want to skip a Quiet Place, but I did. 
It's it's still in the theater. I was just I at know. the theater yesterday. It's still there. I was gonna go, but then it's hard. Apparently, apparently, it's a hit because movies don't stick around that, that long. That thing is that thing is sticking the fuck around, and now they're doing like a buy one get one free ticket thing. Really? Yeah, that's super weird. I've never heard of them doing that before. Huh. That movie will not go away, which yeah. is which no, is awesome that's, that's for a horror movie. Extremely unusual, great. and especially uh, an indie horror movie. Yeah. I guess it's indie. I don't really know. Is it Blumhouse? I well, I mean, it is, it's but. it's got John Krasinski in it and Emily Blunt. It's not that indie. Yeah, yeah. There, I mean, they are stars. It's not like it's not like it's all unknown. It's not like some Blair Witch shit. Still a horror. I movie. mean, I guess. <laughs> I guess if the definition of indie is is just made by an independent studio or whatever, and 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 you know, granted, I mean, anything under anything under three million dollars is low budget nowadays, but. Yeah, I don't know. I I just when I see a when I see a star in a horror movie, I don't think I don't think indie horror. I I <laughs> you know, I just think, "Oh, those those huge celebrities have decided to make a horror movie." And more should. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know, man. Like like the stats on horror are pretty good. Horror even even really shitty horror always makes its money back. Well, yeah, because they yeah, they don't spend like get out which was a good movie. That's not shitty horror, no, by the way, no. guys. Get out. Uh, was a damn good. Five million dollars made like two hundred million dollars at the box office. Well, it, it helps that that was a goddamn amazing movie. But no, yeah, like yeah. even even shit like uh, Ouija, which was terrible, and I did watch it. My daughter was like, "We gotta watch this movie." I was like, "All right, I'll watch it with you." It was it was just abysmally bad. It's uh, even that made enough money to justify a sequel because it only costs like one point two million dollars yeah, to make right. and it and it made like nine million mm-hmm. at the box office, which is shit money compared to, you know, if if your Transformers or whatever. But you know, it made it made like seven times its budget. I was say, but if your movie cost a million dollars, ten million dollars is pretty good. Yeah. That's so they so they were like, yeah, hell yeah, we're gonna keep making sequels until because that's what we need more Ouija sequels. Well, it is weird because I'm noticing like nobody liked Ouija. Ouija sucked. Uh, Annabelle was not good, and then they released the sequels, and everybody's like, well, holy shit, this is what the first one should have been the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> and the same thing happened with the Purge. Everybody's like, oh, the second Purge was pretty good. I thought the first Purge then, was pretty good. The second so one was I. better, I think. But I think the second one was a different animal entirely. Mm-hmm. The, the second one w- kind of like, well, we could we could go into the Purge. Yeah. But now suffice to say, I thought, the first, I, thought, I thought the first two were really good. I, I haven't seen the third one yet. I have not seen any of the other ones except for the first one. I'm behind. And but. now they're making the prequel, which I think is a terrible idea. Yeah, I think that's better left to the imagination a little bit. Well, it's just because it's just because like, the political issues they're addressing, if they were all there in the first purge, well, somebody would somebody would have caught on by then if if we're addressing them in this movie, you know what I mean? Like because because that's what it looks like. It looks like in the first purge they're addressing all the political issues and it's they're apparent. And that's the idea is that they weren't apparent and they kinda had to be addressed years later down the road when it's an established thing. I mean that's the impression I got from the from the way the first two movies built the world. Anyway, let's not talk about the person. <laughs> how do we always do this? Joaquin anyway, Phoenix, we'll I'm get still there. here. Um, I <laughs> he was talking to his dad, and I'm like talking to. Well, that's well debatable. they they kind of sat there, but then <laughs> something happened. He was and sitting in silence with his dad, and I'm like, his daddy's gonna make him cry, and then not five minutes later, David Letterman made fun of him, and I'm, and I wrote down. Letterman made him cry. Like everybody's making Joaquin cry. Why are you guys doing that? Why is everybody being so mean? 
<laughs> the Letterman Because they all think he's really losing his fucking mind. The Letterman interview is pretty fucking hilarious, man. I, I I got I gotta say that 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 gets better every time I watch it. And I like the Ben Stiller thing too. They were talking about Greenberg, which is a movie that I've seen. I have not seen Greenberg. It's directed by Noah Baumbach, who made one movie I like. Then the rest of his movies are all way too weird for me. Oh, I think we had a conversation oh, about we might him have, before. Yeah. yeah, Kicking and Screaming is awesome. Even though people will probably be like, "That's his worst movie." And yeah, and you were what did what did you say about him? You some about him. Like you think he's a mean director or something? Is that was that a conversation we had? That was about Sam Raimi. I think Sam Raimi was the mean. Like he's a nice guy, but he tortures his actors. I don't know. No, no, it was about it, it was about not not in terms of being a director, but in terms of story, the stories he tells. Oh, they're all like mean spirited. Yeah, mean spirited. Yeah, yeah. And, and dark and weird. Yeah, they're they're not fun to watch. Mm. Okay, like. This had its moments of not being fun to watch, especially at the beginning when I'm like, "Oh, he's just like he's on something," and it kind of freaks me out a little bit. And I'm like, yeah. And then I see the cocaine, and I'm like, "There it is." Where's the alcohol, though? There's got to be something else. But then he's just acting all manic and shit, and it was freaking me out. Yeah. Well, you know. And then what? The guy shit on his fucking face. That was so weird. It's so gross. <laughs> My brother likes my brother. My brother likes to go off about that scene. He's like, he's like every other scene we see him sleeping, he's laying face down on the bed, face down on the bed, face down on the bed. And then the one <laughs> night he happens, the one night he tells the guy, "I shit on your face, I shit on your face." And the guy that that night he decides to sleep with face up. But think, I I think it was a pretty funny scene. Do you think that was an artistic choice? They're like, okay, you're gonna sleep on your face the whole time until that night. This is this is. <laughs> This is the payoff to all those times you were sleeping on your face. I think it may have been more of an overlooked element. I, <laughs> not that, and the truth is, he doesn't sleep on his face every time. There's there are there is the scene in the hotel where during Obama's inauguration, oh, yeah. when he he is sleeping on his back, but but most of the time he sleeps on his face. So all, all right, right, final thoughts. I'm still here. It made me sad at the beginning until I realized it was a work, and then it made me laugh. Because we needed another Andy Kaufman. We don't. We don't need another one because that would be obnoxious. But I, I, I appreciated it nonetheless. <laughs> I I love it. Um I really wish Affleck hadn't hadn't spoilered it like right off the bat. I, I wish he'd given us a few months, you know, let it hit video and then maybe spoil it. I was under the impression that he really did went did go crazy until like thirty minutes into the movie when I checked. <laughs> <laughs> and obviously he didn't quit acting. He no, made, now he's back and better than ever. He went on to make uh, a few movies, but I think I've only seen one. Her. Her was a good movie. I haven't seen her. I've heard really good things, though. It was awesome. So maybe maybe, maybe one day we'll get to that and we'll end the show with promoting another movie that we didn't talk about today. But it has the same actor in it. So yay! There we Whoopee! go. All right. I almost forgot. Stage awesome.